Welcome again, everyone, to the Two Toms Talk and Travel podcast. We are the official travel experts here in Podcast Town. And if you don't believe us, just ask the mayor. Ready to get down to business and talk some travel, Tom? And let's do it. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. We're just getting back into the studio, getting things moving again. And welcome back to Two Toms Talk and Travel post-Thanksgiving pre-Christmas show. Tom, how was your turkey day? It was good. Thanksgiving, I think, is my favorite holiday. Yeah, mine too. This year's a little bit different because <laughs> we didn't have the big family gathering at the Carnes residence. But still, you know, the whole feeling of it. And I love football and having my stretchy pants on and, you yeah, know, just enjoying you, the relaxation of not doing anything. So it was good. Yeah. yeah I mean, no, like you no said, we, we usually host Thanksgiving every year at our house. It tends to be a pretty big uh, dinner to start with. We're one of those dinner people that starts at two o'clock serving, right? Because by the time 536 comes around, it's time to start eating leftovers. Oh, yeah. So, But we usually have a pretty big bash and evening the kids' friends show up and family starts showing up. So it usually goes late into the night. But this year was rather interesting. It was just 11 of us for dinner, 5.30, 6 o'clock. We were just staring at each other like, this is it. And I'm going to tell you what, I loved every minute of it. I loved being able to spend time with my family. It really gave me peace of mind. I was probably more in a gratitude. It's a word you used the other day we were talking about. I was in a very large gratitude mode. And I just enjoyed my family and food and thankful for everything yeah, I got. Man. Absolutely. I'm all about that. We've learned about the importance of that over the years and just taking time out to kind of think about all the things that we have to be thankful for was really a big part of what I did as well. So, And with us being travel agents in COVID time, if we yes. still have the ability to be thankful, oh yeah. I will tell you what, we're both extremely blessed yeah, in our lives. To. Exactly. We've talked about this in pretty much every episode, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, things are advancing and things are you know improving. What? And a lot of it is all about making your own steps. opportunities. You do, and, yeah. You know what? I tell my daughters, and they, they probably hate this all the time, but hopefully it sticks in their head. Man, don't be a victim. Don't yep. be a victim. Take right. control of your own entity. Of course, there's only so much you can do. And I say that as a travel agent whose business is really stopped for almost a year now. Yeah. But don't be a victim, man. Yeah. Go on, make no a doubt. difference. Do Throw your energy into something else that's going to make a positive difference Keep somewhere it on else. the positive. So. Wow, did, did the two Toms just become a self-help motivational podcast? Come, yeah, that could be a whole nother episode right, right there. We, yeah. You know what? I wonder if we can designate ourselves that on we Apple could. iTunes because you can yeah. find us on Apple iTunes, yeah. believe it or not. I mean, this is that legit, but... I mean, basically, what do you need? We got it. We got it all. And Just you know what? If we don't, we'll make it up. That's, so, yeah. our, that's the cool thing about us. So tell me what's happening. What are the biggies that are happening out there that we need to hit on for our folks? You know, coming into the holiday week, things kind of slowed up. COVID numbers have been going up. I think you listeners out there have been kind of cautious about making any travel plans. Hopefully that means you're listening to the podcast and you're following us on Facebook and trying to stay motivated and excited about travel. The big Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals have always been just so overwhelming. They absolutely are. And with a travel agency like us, we put out specials and deals, but agencies like us have a tough time competing with the Orbitzes, the Expedias, the Travelocities that have millions and billions of dollars for a marketing campaign to smush us, which in years past would always irritate me. This year, nah. There's so much calmness and sereneness over the Thanksgiving Day weekend. I don't think promoting travel or pushing travel was a big thing or that I missed out on it. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. We definitely put out information to our client base and so forth so they can have it, but without huge expectations. But I think as we move into December, and especially now that the weather here in Wisconsin 
is all of the Midwest because our listeners are everywhere. Yeah, Tom, that's right. It's turning to the cold. Kind of the urgency to find a some warm weather destination in the winter time is definitely coming up. Exactly, and it's also funny because you got Cyber Monday and Black Friday coming on, and how much cheaper can it be to travel? I yeah, mean, let's, no be, let's go back yeah. to that. Do you really need to make the decision Friday before midnight at your travel right. agent? Or do you really need to hit the enter button before midnight on Monday so yeah. you can take... No, you know what? Right now, pricing to the destinations, and that's something else. The destinations that you can go to is at an all-time low. We're excited today about... We get to talk to one of our good friends who is going to get us all jacked up about Vegas. But I mean, even the domestic and the Mexico Caribbean destinations, if you're flexible, you're going to be able to take advantage of some of the best pricing, should I say low occupancy, best experiences that you're going to possibly be able to take. And again, people are focusing domestic. Yeah. And we'll let you in on a little secret. When one sale ends, <laughs> another sale starts. Stop! You're giving away, the, you're like the magician that shows all so, the tricks, right? Exactly. The masked magician. Stop it, Tom. So the sense of urgency over, and that's not to say that some sales aren't better than others. Of course. But generally speaking, things are coming down the pipeline that could be attractive, could be valuable, could be beneficial. So don't fret if you missed out on the Black Friday, Cyber Monday thing, because next week there will be something else that you can Post take advantage Cyber of. Cyber Monday plus eight day, yeah, you know, no something doubt. like that. There yeah, will be, there absolutely. always will be. I love the sandals page where it's got the countdown. 12 more hours, 10 more, nine more hours. And then when it's like, right when it hits one second, it's off for the night. And then they start 48 hour sale starts tomorrow. Right. So yeah. and again, great marketing, great sense of urgency it creates. But the point is that's when you use a travel agent. They're not more expensive. You want to get a good agent that has your best interest at heart. And there's a lot of great ones out there. I know I can speak for Lamakia Travel. Tom Carnes here at Lamakia Travel. We're very customer-centric as well as? Sensational Beach Vacations. For us, you know, same thing. You know, That's a big part of what we do is filter through all of those emails that come into the inbox on what's on sale, what are the specials, what are the extra value-added offers that people are offering so that we can in turn provide that to our clients so they don't have to do all the work and spend hours online trying to decipher everything. My inbox has, every morning when I wake up, has like 50 emails in it from suppliers on what they're offering and we can distill that all down and right. make life easy for our clients. For retail travel agents, a lot of people think we charge more or, or are just one and done type of... We don't treat travel as a commodity. To mine, and I know Tom's point is the same, is you know what? It doesn't benefit us to screw up or not get you the best value and best service because if we're selling you this vacation, we want to sell you your next one. So we're going to do everything we can to make this vacation the best vacation experience possible because we want your next vacation, your next one. We want to create a never-ending relationship with our customers. Absolutely. So, I mean, going into that, that's just what we want you guys to all know about. That's the mentality yeah, of a good travel agent. No doubt. Well, I was talking to a client about this yesterday because someone that I hadn't worked with before, and the mentality is that, hey, you know, we're going to find you the vacation experience that's right for you. We're not about giving you some low, low price that you're going to jump at and buy so that we can make a sale. And then once you get there, once you get home, you didn't like it, you're disappointed, it wasn't the right place for you. Well, that's not how we operate because if you do that, it is a one and done because you fail to meet the expectations of your customer just to make a sale. And that's definitely not what we do. And I'd much rather be realistic with a client to show them what is really the best based on their requirements, even if it costs a little bit more than what the cheap, cheap, cheap thing is that I could easily sell them and make them think that they 
got a great deal and now they're going to be happy, but yeah. you risked the disappointment when right. and they that's get not there. So. Getting people out right again. I mean, statistics show that coming out of COVID, you know, everybody wants to start traveling domestically. Yeah. And we're all about it. Yeah, no doubt. Now, we were, in fact, we were talking about that this morning in our pre-meeting and there are a lot of great domestic destinations that are really affordable. And you did a little teaser for uh, Joel Peterson, who's going to join us and talk about Vegas. And of course, that's going to be on the top of the list. But there's lots of other destinations out there for the winter. For those of you that are skiers, there's really some great ski deals out there. Yeah, I know, mean, Breckenridge is one of the top yeah, destinations. And having yeah. been there, sadly, I was there during the summer, which I shouldn't right. say sadly because it was so majestic and so beautiful. All I kept visualizing is how it must look in the wintertime when it's ski season and oh, yeah. it's just kind of the ski village. But Breckenridge, I mean, that's a destination that not all flows off of everybody's tongue right. easily. I mean, yeah. it's something that a travel agent would say. You're looking for a different, unique experience? Like if you are a skier or you want to have that majestic winter scenic experience, whether it's Breckenridge or Park City, Utah, Jackson Hole, Wyoming, a lot of these ski destinations and ski resorts are really, really hungry for business. And obviously they caught the tail end of last season beginning in March and were affected there. But going into this winter, if that's something of interest to you, you I definitely would focus on that. And then also some of the U.S. domestic beach destinations like Miami, Key West, Key West. Yep. I really want to go to Key West. You know what? I just want to find a, like a little bar. You just yeah, want to be a character view. in a Jimmy Buffett <laughs> song do. is really oh, no, all exactly. you're saying, right? You just you want know, to be some, one of them. I want to get like some seafood <laughs> and I just want to have some land sharks. There you go. And just hang out at Key West, you know, not wear shoes for like the entire time. I just feel like that's a place I need to go. It's been many years. We were in Miami. My wife and I were in Miami. I just getting off a short cruise and we did a post stay and we're like, let's drive all the way down to Key West. Let's just, yeah, because yeah. same thing. I want I wanted to get down there. I wanted to feel what's it like at the end of the United States, right? We got as far as Duck Key at Malaya. There's a property there that we just stopped and that was still about a 45 minutes to an hour away from Key West. But we stayed at this property and I swear to God, I felt like I was at the end of the earth at that as well. It just, you could feel the vibe getting chiller and chiller and chiller as it was getting warmer and warmer and warmer, man. The tensions were rolling away. And I I remember getting to this hotel and just laying on the chaise lounge next to the pool. And it was a cold day. It was like 65 or something that day. And I just remember laying back there and falling asleep with the breeze blowing over me and just kind of waking up in this paradise. It just seemed to be, all right, now I got two more days here. What am I going to do? And it was magical. Oh, no. I listen to No Shoes Radio, Kenny Chesney. Oh, okay. He's always on there and they're always in Key West. I don't know. That must be where they spend their whole life. But like just the picture that they paint and everybody knows each other and it's kind of like this community focused party place. Sure. And I'm like, that sounds like a thing I would like. Well, I could do that. Let's take this to the converse of that. Let's take this not as quite as chill, but to the party place. Let's talk a little bit about Vegas. Yes. Oh, man. Well, you know what? Why should we talk about Vegas? I think what we want to do is, I think it's time that we let the professional professional talk about Vegas. So I think we're about ready. Let's we do are. it. We are. Let's do it. Who is flying this plane? We'll be All right, Mr. Joel Peterson, Sales Executive, Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. Very, very good. V-C-V-A. We call him Mr. Las Vegas. Mr. Vegas. He is the man. I bet he's got a shirt that even says that. He has a shirt that says the man, the myth, the legend. You know how we know that? No, how? Because we can see it right yeah, now. Yeah, no, I know. It's pretty dumb. You no, you know. My oh, Christmas there, there you go. There it is. There it is. There you so. go. We absolutely love Joel, man. We go back a long, long way. 
we have lots of stories, but we can't get into that right now. A lot of history. But we talked a little bit about in the last segment, we talked about those affordable U.S. destinations. And you got to know that Las Vegas is at the top of that list. Absolutely. It was included in there. And you know what? It's a global destination. Just three and a half hours away, there is every aspect of every experience globally right in that city, man. And now that it's starting to open back up and it's uh, coming back to life and people are moving again and flights are flying again and the safety of a flight is, is one thing. But let's introduce Joel and let him tell us a little bit about what life is like in a COVID Vegas. Yes, absolutely. Hey, Joel. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for the opportunity. And I can tell you firsthand, I was in Las Vegas about three weeks ago to see it uh, and what's going on in our city. And to your point, Tom, you mentioned about value in midweek and domestic. Domestic travels, we know, kind of has rebounded first during this whole pandemic. And we've seen some numbers through TSA that Vegas was one of the highest traffic uh, airports in the United States. We've never had that. But It kind of indicates that airlines are continuing to fly there. But for all your listeners to understand that in the state of Nevada right now, we do not have the ability to host any type of conventions or large groups. And in the past, that's obviously been kind of the fabric of the whole destination. And with that being gone, the value to stay midweek in Las Vegas right now, and I've been in the travel industry nearly 25 years, is some of the lowest that I've ever seen in my career. And I say that not just about lead hotels, but this is the year that you can look at staying at. And if you haven't in the past, those four and five star properties, for example, when in the Encore properties right now are offering an amazing third night free offer. That's with ridiculous. Wholesaler partner, Southwest Vacations. You're talking one of the highest end luxury properties in all the city. This shows you how this pandemic has absolutely impacted our hotel's ability to kind of fill midweek. And for a consumer now to go, you're going to find an incredible value that's going to save you money that you can also then spend in so many areas and activities at the destination. It's funny you would say that. I was reading a stat. I don't even know where it was, but they're talking that everything as it's opening up through COVID. There was very few things you could possibly do in Vegas. The main thing that they got everybody back doing is gambling. And I was reading an article that they said on average per night, the average play per room night was like 240 or $260 is the average gambling play per room night prior to COVID. During COVID, it's now $349. So you really know who has been going to Vegas as it just opened. It's the people that needed to go to Vegas that needed to get their fix. So it was really kind of a different dynamic. I've had one of my employees was in Vegas about two months ago, maybe a little bit earlier than she should have been right when it opened up because she said the shows weren't going on. She goes, the restaurants were very limited. The only thing you could do was gamble. And as a travel agent talking to our clients, we're like, hang loose on a little bit. But now what I've read and seen and what you're saying, Joel, is it's opening. It's now you're able to start getting a little bit more of that experience. I mean, talk to us a little bit about what your day was like when you were in Vegas a few weeks ago. You bet. So I was very happy to be able to walk through some of the casino hotels and really observe what's the layout for the public spaces. And I was very, very impressed to see so many hotels invest in the plexiglass barriers. And that was, it was a part of the, the mandate that the Nevada Gaming Commission required for hotels to open. But from a safety perspective, I mean, it was a Home Depot plexiglass <laughs> extravaganza everywhere. And I love seeing it because it gave that space between the players and each other, as well as the players and the employee. And I think that speaks to the hotels and the safety 
that is imperative for them, but to still offer that casino experience. So that was definitely one thing that I noticed. You know, walking through the casinos, you see a lot more floaters of employees walking around, wiping down high-touch items and so forth. At the restaurants I ate at, you're scanning a QR code for the menu. You're doing that at your table. So they're trying to minimize any type of menus. And if there are menus, it's going to be a one-time use menu. So what we have in Nevada, we do have a mask mandate throughout the state in all public spaces. So that is something to expect when you're coming there. We have right now have a reduced capacity in restaurants and spas and pools. There's obviously most of the pools have closed, but there's some that are still heated that are available to our visitors. But it's a matter of just kind of planning in advance as far as where you're dining and making those calls. We've reduced capacity now to 25% for restaurants. You should be making those restaurant reservations in advance because in the month of October, guys, we still welcomed just under 2 million people to Las Vegas. Wow, that's great. Yeah, wow. And year to date through October, we're at 16.2. Dr. Fauci may disagree, but I think that's fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I know. Uh, We're on one side of the fence or the other on that, right? So It's all about safety, though. All about doing it smart. It is. So when people say, well, there's nothing to do out there, there's plenty of do. We have a lot of our attraction and companies that are open. You know, our helicopter tour companies are open. Our, you know, it's so popular is the outdoor life of Las Vegas. So Pink Jeep Adventures is a great company. It does a lot of outdoor adventure tours out to Red Rock Canyon, Grand Canyon. So outdoor activities have really flourished even more so. And I think it reminds people where we are located in Southern Nevada. We are just multiple hours, view, very few hours away from Valley of Fire and Bryce Canyon, Zion National Park in Utah. Obviously, you've got uh, Reflection Bay out at Lake Las Vegas. So people that wanted to say, hey, I don't want to feel like I'm inside the casino. There's a lot they can do with tour companies as well or do it on their own. I mean, so many hotels now have relaxed their parking fees. So we've seen rental cars rentals go up as well, that people are kind of taking advantage of that. They're saving money by not having to pay that as well. You know, we've said it on the show multiple times. We've had multiple shows. Who would have ever thought I'd say that? But anyways, we've said it on the show multiple times. Coming out of COVID, the customers that are listening, I think everybody's looking for a more true authentic, is going to be looking for a more true authentic experience. We've talked about it in Mexico when getting out to experience some of the local towns and villages and some of the less popular ruins like in the Riviera Maya area and in Europe, getting off the beaten path, maybe not doing such a structured tour. And I think what this fits right into that exactly is that to me, Vegas is always changing. It's always dynamic. I absolutely love how many different things you can do. But I think what you're talking about with reminding everybody about the pink Jeep tours, the helicopter tours, and getting out into the desert, for lack of a better word, is going to really benefit the city. I think I think the, the people that are going to come back are going to, they're going to be the gamblers. They're going to love their food, but they're also going to start spending money in other places. And I think that can only benefit the city of Vegas. So it's really exciting that these things are growing and developing. Yeah. And, and over the years, I mean, Vegas has been such innovators when it comes to the entire travel experience, how the hotels have evolved, you know, how these shows have evolved and just how they present themselves to the consumers is so amazing. So can I just jump on that? What you're exactly saying about the innovators and hotels and everything, something, and I mentioned this to you a little bit earlier, Joel, before we went on, that just really kind of stuck out at me. And I'm, I'm not even sure if I grasped the whole concept of this MSG sphere, the Madison Square Garden sphere. I've been reading about it. And and again, it's a couple of years off. What is it? What can you tell us about it? 
You bet. So Madison Square Garden Entertainment entered into an agreement with the Sands Corporation, which is the parent company that owns the Venetian Palazzo properties. They are using the land behind Venetian Palazzo, and it's going to be connected via walkway. It is going to be a sphere-shaped musical theater just for concerts and events like that. It will be an 18,000-seat theater, but it is literally going to be a complete, I mean, it's a sphere shape. It's unlike anything in the world. This is MSG's first adventure in doing this. However, the acoustics of this is going to be unlike any theater in the world as well. What I've been told in red is that the amount of LED lights within the theater would be the equivalent of three football fields long, the way it's basically wrapped in the entire shape of it. On the outside, it's all going to be LED lights on the outside. It will give almost a transparent, it almost looks like you can see through it. So the technology of this is the way the acoustics are bouncing. You'll feel that you have the same sound quality being 20 feet from front of the stage. And I know Tom Carnes, you've had a few of those close experiences in concerts. That's how you do. But you could be sitting 200 feet from the stage and the way the acoustics are, there's actually speakers built into the floors, into the seats. It's all the way this thing's going to bounce based on the shape of the theater. It's unlike anything MSG has ever built anywhere else in the world. So with the pandemic, it did put us behind. Right now, they are scheduled to open this up now in 2023. But we're talking major headliner residencies when we get back to that point. We will. And again, just picking that one just that one entity out for you to talk about. And there's so many different, unique, state-of-the-art, cutting-edge facilities, buildings, you name it, that are being developed out there. It just blows my mind. And it is truly one destination that would apply to hundreds of different characters. And it's so great when we get people to come in the office and we tell clients, like, you're not just going to Vegas to see the decadence of it all. You're not going just to gamble. I hate when people come in and go, I hate gambling. And it's like, great, stay somewhere off the strip. You don't need to stay there. but Go see what's there. I mean, I just get so excited. I haven't been to Vegas now for, I think, about a year or so. My daughter's back-to-back, so I had 21st birthday parties there that I had to go to for a while. But it truly is, when you get off a plane in Vegas, the feeling, the rush, it's changed and evolved since I've been going in the last 30 years, but the rush is still there. You see the buildings off of the, when you land, you look right. off and you're like, yeah, baby, the I'm here. Yeah. Yep, getting your cab. The blood pressure I know the cab up. ride, right. I know the cab ride right out past the Thomas Mack Center, past the Double Down, the Double Down, one of the crappiest, shittiest bars <laughs> in the world that you absolutely have to go see. Your feet stick to the floor. They have the bacon Sounds strip like martini. Kind of they have the, I mean, yeah. it is truly, truly, I like that because that's old. That's like going to the Oh, I forgot the Peppermint Lounge, right? Peppermill. Peppermill. The Peppermill yeah. on the Strip. That's old Vegas, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I could go for a 99 cent shrimp cocktail right about now. Yeah, oh, yeah so, exactly. Can, <laughs> I, can I segue from that comment, Tom Russo? The 99 cent cocktail is actually coming back. No, it really? Is. Come on. It is. And I'm going to tell you and your listeners how. So with all this pandemic, we continue construction of a brand new property called Circa Resort that opened on October 28th on Fremont Street, right across from the Golden Nugget. This used to be where the Golden Gate property used to, or the Las Vegas Club property used to be, where the Glitter Gulch oh, used yeah. to be. Sure. So, What's this Glitter Gulch you speak of? Yep. So we're going to move on. So the owner of the D Hotel, yeah, Derek Stevens from Detroit, Michigan, purchased those buildings from the ground up, built a 777-room property. That's the first new build downtown in how long? 40 years. 40. So what I love is that Derek Stevens loves 
to maintain the history of that nostalgic Las Vegas. And I was very lucky when I was in Las Vegas, I was able to see the property before it opened to the general public. It has the largest sports book in the world. It is three stories tall. It is insane. It is a thousand seat capacity that have overlooked bars, seating on the middle bars that overlook this entire sports book. They also have a rooftop pool experience. It's six rooftop pools called the Stadium Swim. It's an amphitheater. It's a 140 foot wide LED TV that basically you have capacity of pool cabanas, you have swim up bars, you have sports betting outside. It is unbelievable. It's nowhere else in Las Vegas. Wow. To be able to, it's so like excited. a stadium style amphitheater. I haven't seen anything like it. It's outstanding. Their restaurants are themed from uh, many of the restaurant owners in Detroit, but their rooms open the 20th of December. They're going to have a rooftop bar as well that overlooks Fremont Street. But he is bringing back the shrimp cocktail for that. Yes. That's fantastic news. It is fantastic news. And it's going to be the only 21 and over hotel in downtown, meaning literally just to walk into the property, you will have to be 21 or older, even to step foot. So yes, they will be carting people at the door uh, for that. But he he wants people that are 21 and over uh, to be at the property. So we're so excited that Circa continued construction. And I was blown away, guys, when I saw the hotel before it opened the general public. It is impressive, absolutely impressive. It is a reason if you're staying on the strip, you got to spend an afternoon to go downtown with everything we've done. We upgraded the Fremont Street show. We've got the museums downtown with the Ma Museum and the Neon Museum. There's a ton to do downtown. That Ma Museum is a great experience too. I've done it myself. I absolutely loved it. In the old post office down there, it is just the perfect setting for that museum. It is awesome. And a container park. Again, talking about different things outside. We talked about this as well. Container park is a super cool experience to have right off of downtown. But Area 15, I mean, talk a little bit about Area 15 as well. You bet. Area 15 just opened this year. It's only a few minutes from the Strip, so very uh, short ride. It looks almost like a bunker from the old World Wars that inside you are immersed in this entire arts eclectic experience where you can do zip lines at the top of the building. They have a video skull that is about uh, 40 to 40 feet by 40 feet, but it is uh, often at the Burning Man Festival by the artist who, who has created that. It's really an immersive experience, but I'll tell you, this was the coolest thing I did. I went to Area 15. I was there a couple weeks ago. They have what they call Gallery 360. So it is an entire room that is floor to ceiling projection screens that literally can televise football games. So when you are watching a game, the players are literally life-size that you're watching and how this is all, it's a panoramic (laughs) kind of view experience. So you can reserve tables for food and beverage to watch game. Right now, they're only televising the Raiders games. We'll segue to that, of course, but Mm -hmm. they have shows that you can buy drinks and food that they have immersive shows that you can just experience it, but it is so cool. It's something different. It's free admission to get into the facility, the different attractions and so forth. Those are different paid attractions, but there's no admission to get into the building. So it's a really cool collection of different art. Well, with your transition over to the Raiders, I got to ask you, you and I are in a very similar boat. Okay. We are bear fans. We're bear fans. We are bear fans. I might be looking for a new team. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. He's shopping. I might be looking for a new team, uh, and there is no team better 
then silver and black. Silver and black. Uh, I might uh, have to jump ship. I will never go and green and gold ever. Go uh, green and gold. Ever. But I, I'll make that promise. Silver and black. Tell me a little bit why I should go that route, man. Because the blue and orange is just killing me. So the Raiders officially moved to Las Vegas this year. We built a brand new $1.8 billion stadium called Allegiant Stadium, located literally right across the highway from Mandalay Bay in Luxor. So we are a stone's uh, throw away from the strip. You talk about tailgate party. Now, I will say there is not the kind of ample parking lot square footage that other stadiums would have. However, no other stadium has the Las Vegas Strip that is about a quarter mile away. Can you tailgate on the Strip? I mean, if the parking lot's gone, how are you going to tailgate? Just pop open like you're George Foreman in front (laughs) of the Luxor and just crank it out? There are going to be options for tailgating. However, you will see the hotels are obviously going to have so many fun pregame tailgating parties that will take it to that next level. But it is a glass dome stadium. When I was in Vegas, I took a tour of the stadium. It is something else, 65,000 seats. It's natural grass. So the grass actually rolls out under the stadium and it's kept outside the stadium. So it's someone's job that if they are the head grass curator or whatever you want to like making sure like they have the right moisture. Like, I didn't know if I would have grown up knowing, hey, someone needs to be the grass guy. There's a grass guy at Allegiant Stadium that takes care of it. I understand grass guys are legal throughout Las Vegas, to tell you the truth. Yes. Oh, um, see what he did right there? Yes, I know. Well, and I, I mean, I come on, it's a, a grass guy. Everyone's got a grass guy. <laughs> I gave you a 300-yard tee shot right there, Tom Carnes. So good job. The point there too, Joel, is that next year, when we get out through all this COVID stuff, I can just imagine the visiting fan opportunities there. In Wisconsin and same and for the bear bear fans, I mean, these people travel. And so is ticket availability and kind of visiting fans, is that encouraged, available? How does that all work? Great question. So right now they sold all season tickets in advance. You can believe that. And 40% of their season ticket holders reside outside of the state of Nevada. Group tickets are going to be a challenge. However, there is a local ticket broker in Las Vegas called lasvegastickets.com that will have access to inventory that people will be able to buy. So you may be able to buy four here, four there, but you most likely would be able to get like 20 people all in the same row or you know, one through 10, one through 10 in consecutive gotcha. rows. But there'll be ticket inventory, but it's going to be a premium. Just like when the Golden Ice hockey team started, I mean, they had the highest average ticket price in the NHL over the first couple of years, and they still are doing very strong. However, the amount of people that are going to come into Las Vegas, honestly, Tom, even if they don't go to the game, to be a part of the electricity and the experience in Las Vegas, you will have people because there's going to be events going on on game weekends. We just haven't been able to do it like we would like to because there's no fans that are allowed in the stadium this year. Right. Once we get past COVID, absolutely, this is going to be a huge huge positive for the city for people that are going to be coming in. Hell, yeah. just what you said about Area 15 and Circa watching the games and I mean, oh my god. Yeah, so even if you can't get a ticket, you right. can have the visiting fan experience in yeah. Las Vegas you with your and team there and surrounded by lots of other fans of your team over that weekend. I think that would be a ton of fun, you know, whether you're watching in the sports book or one of the venues that you're describing. I think for me personally, I would do that in a second. I mean, what an awesome awesome weekend. You know, yeah. go down there with some buddies or together because you know not everybody's going to get a ticket to the game but you know like you're going when the packers have an away game in las vegas right you're going to see other packers oh yeah fans, no that's going to be crazy time yeah that's going to be awesome fun fun tailgate parties right so uh, so just great so asset for the state the, the city so we're so excited the writers we're going to be here all day 
This could be our longest right, podcast ever. Right, let me ask ever. you, right? <laughs> Very easily it could be. We could be all the way around the world and just never leave Vegas with it. I guess one thing I'd like to make sure you shout out, I mean, to our listeners that are out there, I mean, I think there was a Vegas Smart program or is there a program or something that consumers can check out and see all the different things that you want to kind of promote? You bet. So our consumer site is visitlasvegas.com. We do have our hashtag Vegas Smart campaign that really ties more into the safety protocols of what we're encouraging our visitors to be mindful of about wearing a mask and you know washing hands and those type of things. But the hotels really have taken that on personally at their properties and creating new hand washing stations in the casino, hand sanitizers and social distancing markers, all those things you've come to expect. But I would say that What's going on in the city is we talked about Circa opening up. We have another new hotel opening January 15th called Virgin Hotel Las Vegas, which was the old Hard Rock Hotel. So Richard Branson bought that. We're so excited. And we have another new property opening in June of next year called Resorts World Las Vegas, which will be a 3,400-room property opening across from Wynn and Encore, 5,000-seat theater for residencies, five-acre pool complex. It will be the first ever infinity edge pool experience that I know many people enjoy when they go down to a property down in Mexico or the Caribbean. I mean, we have continued construction. So there's going to be new things for all of you guys to see when you come out to the destination. We do have shows that are operating at limited capacity. So when someone says there's nothing to do out there, there is so much to do. And gambling has become less and less of a reason why people are coming out to the destination. But with some states like me living in Illinois, the governor shut down all casinos. So You've got some amazing Chicago deals going out to Vegas that people are like, hey, I still want to get my fix. And to your point, Tom, you're right. The average gaming spend has been going up. I think that's kind of an anomaly now because of what's going on. But I think once we get more attractions, amenities open, we have so much going on. And Park MGM of the old Monte Carlo opened last month, the first non-smoking casino hotel on this. Wow. Who the demand for that over the years. You know how many people, I know it's all about choice, but I tell you, how many people I've talked to have said, that is awesome. I hate walking through a casino for free meals. You know, the hair smells like smoke in the clothes. So it's like, that is amazing that hotel made that decision to do that. We're excited that parking. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, fantastic, That's Joel. great. God, I mean, again, this could go on and on and on. I mean, I think when you talk about heading out of Chicago, and again, our listeners are everywhere, but I mean, just what kind of price point? I mean, just give us a what something would cost like that. You bet. So is the travel agent earlier? asking? <laughs> I know. So as I was mentioning, midweek is placed. So looking at January, it's going to be a very soft month as well. I was looking at, for all your listeners, the week of January 18th to 21st. So a Monday to a Thursday out of O'Hare on United Airlines nonstop flights. For two people, for three nights hotel and air, I was seeing rates as low as 246 at the Flamingo on the Funjet Vacations. Did you say that included airfare? That included airfare, three nights hotel, and total for two people, not per person, Total for two people for 246. So what is that? 123 a person with air and three hotel. So but you could stay at a Caesars Palace for 338. So that's my point is you don't have to always stay at the lowest property. You could stay at a four or five star property now for maybe just a hundred dollars more, and you're getting nonstop flights and the airlines are doing their job and keeping things safe. So price points are competitive out there, everybody. Yeah. And there's great wholesalers and Tom, both of you guys know how to get those for your clients and know how to get access to that. But it's the year to go to get an amazing. Yeah. I think the key is too that, you know, that base, those base prices for the room and hotel or the room and the flights gives you the opportunity to work within your budget to experience all of these other things. Right. So you're not just spending your whole time in the casino. You're not just sitting at the bar playing a video poker. 
You can get outside of the resort or outside of the hotel and do all these things we talked about today Yeah, that are going to cost money, right? That you got to build that into your budget. But when you're paying such a small amount for room and flights, it gives you a lot of flexibility. Yeah, it's, it is truly exciting. I mean, Joel, I one... You're the right guy for the job. That is for sure. Nobody has more energy or has uh, Las Vegas running through their blood like you do. But it really is such a great destination. And I'm so excited to see what the future's got with it. And I'm already thinking about hmm, a weekend away in January. Yeah, no, you got and- us pumped up. Exactly. Yeah, we're yeah. fired up. Like, no, I'm, we're you ready too. to go. So, hey, Joel, thank you so much. We love you, buddy. Love you guys, too. Thanks Getting so much. that Vegas vibe going. We're all about that. So, Get thanks that very Vegas much. Get that going. You bet. For joining us on the two times. So, yeah, right. You are now officially ruined. You've been on the two times. Yeah. And no, this is, I said. Your reputation has now been permanently stained. This is like the pinnacle of your career right here. This is it. Like, yeah, the pinnacle of your COVID. <laughs> there you go. I am dropping both mics in the lead. <laughs> Definitely. All right. All right. Thanks Joel, a lot, Joel. Good. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, that was super exciting. I mean, Joel gets, he's pumped up. He gets me pumped up. Oh my God. Like the hair in the back of my neck was standing up a couple of times like that. The MSG sphere. Yeah. I mean, you were, me and you are both concert guys, right? Yes, so can sir. you imagine? I got to be in there. And I got to see that. You know what? I am now probably more jacked to see an EDM show than I've ever been in my entire <laughs> life go. just so I can experience Oh my God, MSG. I can't imagine. Just uh, Well, it just takes it like Vegas does. They take <laughs> everything to another level. Right. And again, going back to our guest, I mean, Joel, nobody takes it to another level like Joel does. Oh my so gosh. he's no, the he right is, guy for no, the right for job. For sure, yeah. No, he is, his passion for his destination, his passion for Vegas is off the charts. You know. And what a great way to kind of come through COVID as a destination like that. You know, they have a brand new NFL football team. They have all this new development. They have a brand new hotel in downtown area that was built. I mean, they have a lot to offer and it's not like Vegas maybe used to be or how you pictured in your mind right. where you are. What's all about the gambling or it's all about the casinos. You know, what's interesting about what you're saying is that, you know, how Vegas does it better than anybody. I mean, their Vegas smart program that's going on right now, which is making sure that everything's sanitized and is not only up to code, but beyond code. I mean, I've talked to people that have been at the blackjack table, like there's the partitions between it. There is so many different touch points that have been removed. The SMART program is really something that'll make you feel confident and comfortable being able to travel there. And that's what I think the world needs as we start opening up to other places. And I mean, it's great to see. I think a lot of destinations and tour operators at first were just kind of like feeling things out. Okay, do we need to invest in this? Is this going to be a long-term or is it going to be a short-term? Will it end? And everybody's realizing long-term. I mean, perfect example of things opening up is our friends at Delta Airlines and Alitalia. Yeah. They have put something into play right now that they're testing the market, which is a COVID inclusive flight. I guess that's, I don't know if that's the phrase, but that's really what it is. And it's from what I understand is that if you book your flight from New York, I think it's Atlanta, Atlanta to Rome is what they're testing it on. So if you're flying Atlanta to Rome, you get a pre-test 72 hours prior, you got to take and submit. You have to provide the results of that to the airlines. Then when you get at the airport, They're going to take another quick test before you get on the plane. When you get off the plane, they are going to test you one more time for temperature and everything. And then I believe a third test, like or a fourth test, three days into your trip when you arrive there, they're going to test you again. Seems pretty extreme. Seems pretty difficult. I really don't think it is. I think the airlines are going to make it as simple as possible. 
but kudos to them for trying to get it because we know eventually things are going to open up. Yeah, no doubt. Kind of getting back to Europe and Italy is, I know, such a big part of your business at Lamarca Travel. I think it's a good step. It's a positive step. And hopefully, you know, that'll build kind of a bridge to people getting the vaccine and really just the whole COVID thing finally, finally going away. But it's good to see the innovation to say, okay, how can we do this responsibly? How can we get people traveling back to Italy? The airlines are working together with the destination in order to do it right. So we're keeping an eye on that. And on our next show, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. We know we don't always want to be like COVID central here, but hey, you know what? It's the reality. It's part of our job on Two Times Talk and Travel to make sure that our listeners are up to speed on that because really that's the key to traveling, right? If you don't feel comfortable, if you don't trust the system, if you're worried or have some concerns, you're probably not going to travel. And that's a great point. I mean, we talk about traveling now during these times very casually. We're comfortable with it. We've done it ourselves. But we also understand that not everybody is. And a lot of people, for various reasons, can't travel at this time. Please don't misunderstand what we're saying. We're not telling you you should travel. I mean, I hate the word travel shaving. That, to me, is just such a terrible thing. And I think it's gotten out of control. But if you're not comfortable, we're not going to force you into it. Now, travel agents recently have gotten a bad press about that. And I think that's a bunch of garbage, to tell you the truth. It's just about all about your safety, like you just said. And we deal with, on my side, we deal with everything on a one-on-one basis. We have one-on-one consultations. We kind of talk things through. It's not a mass market transactional thing. I have individual conversations with moms and dads and families that want to go, but want to understand what that means. So we're going to talk more about that on our next episode. But today was fantastic. We got to thank Joel Peterson from Las Vegas Visitors and Convention Authority. He really brought the energy today. And I think he really brings some great information about what Vegas is all about. And And the change and how it's evolving. Yeah. And why you want to get that on your radar screen for a future trip coming up in 2021. So... Awesome, awesome job. By yeah, Jill. it was another good show. I think, you know yeah. what? I think when we come back for our double digit, we're yeah, going to be a going, double yeah. digit. We're doing we, double digit that's show. That's amazing. Yeah. We're still here though. We're I mean, still here. Yeah. I think we need to do a little focus on a uh, little technology though. Yeah. We need we're going to talk see... about some travel technology stuff and we have a few other things and we'll tee up another really good guest for you guys so we Absolutely. can watch for that. So. All right, my friend, Tom Carnes, Lamakia Travel. Tom Brusso, Sensational Beach Vacations. Always a pleasure. Always. Everybody be good. Good.